Hello and welcome to the 49ers First and 10 podcast. 10 minutes of the most up-to-date 49ers news first thing in the morning. I'm your host, Brianna McDonald, and I'm joined with 49ers team reporter, Lindsay Pilares. This morning, we're recapping the 49ers wildcard victory over the Seattle Seahawks. First of all, Lindsay, there was some rainy weather in the Bay Area for the wildcard game, but what did you think of the environment at Levi Stadium for a playoff game? Given all of the rain that was coming down prior to kickoff and actually all the rain that eventually rolled in, I I shout out to the faithful. Uh, they showed up as if it was 70 degrees and sunny. Um, I think the only difference was that the stadium was filled with a bunch of ponchos uh, just to keep everybody dry. But I really didn't see very many empty seats in the house. And you could definitely tell by the volume. Uh, I was promised that Levi's would be rocking on Saturday, and it absolutely was. And it definitely played a role in the game, uh, as the players said throughout the week that it would. Um, so congrats, Faithful. You definitely did your part in this win. Um, and it was just a really, really great playoff atmosphere to be in. It was definitely worth it for those fans who stuck it out in the rain. They got to witness the 49ers win their first ever wildcard game at Levi Stadium and move on to the divisional round. However, I'm sure fans were on the edge of their seats in the first half of that game as the 49ers entered halftime trailing the Seahawks 16-17. to But what was the game changer for the 49ers to regain their momentum and take control of Saturday's game? Yeah, Brie, as you mentioned, uh, the Niners were trailing 17 to 16 uh, at halftime, which is not a huge deficit, just a point, um, but obviously not where they would have wanted to be um, just because, you know, you always want to be ahead, especially with games of this magnitude. Um, But I think they opened up that third quarter really well uh, with just a touchdown. So there was a six point lead before I would argue the game changing momentum changing play of the game. It was a strip sack from Charles Amenahu that I feel like it was just the big play that really shook up the defense, really fired them up. And then after that, I feel like they were kind of cruising. Um, That strip sack put the 49ers, you know, back in possession of the ball. They go and score another touchdown. Seattle, You know, it's a quick three and out for them. I think they had four plays after that. And then uh, the 49ers go back and score another touchdown. Um, And after that, the game was pretty out of out of hand, at least for the Seahawks. So uh, definitely the the play of the day, I would argue, and something that, you know, the entire team was really thankful for. And, you know, we got to see more of that top-ranked 49ers defense after that. So, you know, obviously it's a playoff game and the Seahawks are a good team. So they they put up a fight, but, um, you know, the Niners came roaring back in that second half. Head coach Kyle Shanahan detailed that strip sack play after the game. Here's his reaction to the game-changing moment. Once we got the turnover, that, that's when I feel like the momentum completely changed for the whole game. And um, he, it, it took him a while. He was in that pocket for a little bit. Um, so I, you, the longer they're in there, the more people get open and off schedule timing. So I was worried the whole time. And then the ball went down on the ground and all I was asking, just jump on it, please. Uh, we had a couple the last time we played them um, and they beat us to it. And then once he did jump on it, I kind of was wishing he scooped and ran with it. Cause, but regardless, I think we ended up scoring. So um, it was a huge play in the game. And I think once our defense did that, I think they got their mojo back and um, played great. And it was 
Austin be able to protect some of them there those that last drive. All right, so it felt like all eyes were on Brock Purdy as he was the first rookie quarterback in franchise history to start a postseason game. How did the rookie do in his first playoff appearance? Yeah, I think obviously uh, at that first half of the game, I think the rain did play a little bit of a factor. Um, He had a little bit of that slower start through the first two quarters of the game, but he ended the day completing 18 of 30 passes for 332 yards and three touchdowns. And then he had that one yard rushing touchdown of his own. Uh, It is now five games in his seven appearances that he has put up a hundred plus passer rating. I really don't know that you could ask anything more from Brock Purdy. Um, You know, I think the most impressive thing that we saw from him in this game again was his ability to just extend plays. We saw him get flushed out of the pocket uh, and then, hit Christian McCaffrey. Same thing happened when he hit Elijah Mitchell for the touchdown. So uh, I think he was described as slithery by Debo Samuel in the postgame presser. And I definitely would say that is a really good adjective for him. Um, He's just got a great ability to extend plays. And um, I think actually Debo Samuel said that sometimes the team gets tired because they got to keep fighting to get open, but it's been working out really, really great for the 49ers. And, uh, you know, we just see him get a little bit more comfortable in the offense with each passing game. Brock Purdy described the emotions he felt going into the wild card game. Here's what he had to say. You know, there was some, some emotion going into the game. Like, you know, you can just feel it, you know, in the environment with the fans and um, our teammates, like, man, this is win or or go home. And so, um, you know, you did feel that I feel like pregame and whatnot, but once the game started, it was all, hey, it's 11 on 11. I got to do my job. I got to get it to the guys um, when they're in space and, and uh, go from there. But, you know, we didn't make it more than what it was. Um, I mean, you could feel it in the first half in terms of, you know, Seattle's playing really good football. Um, you know, it's playoff football. Everyone plays their best football. So um, I feel like that was just something that we had in the back of our minds, too. But um, overall, it wasn't, you know, oh, my gosh, we're in the playoffs. You know, we got to get all tense or anything like that. So we just got to play our game and let everything else fall into place. It's always a point of emphasis when these two division rivals play each other, but both the Seahawks and the 49ers were anticipating a very physical game, and it definitely was a very physical game. It was a hard-fought win for San Francisco, and it wasn't just one side of the ball that helped the 49ers finish 41-23. to And after the game, each player acknowledged that it truly was a team win Lindsay, tell me about the 49ers' physical style of play and how that helps them in key moments throughout the game. Yeah, I think we've seen it from them all season. The 49ers uh, never shy away from making a big tackle, um, and I think it's a big reason for why the defense has just been so dominant this entire year. But we definitely have seen that same type of physicality on the offensive side of the ball. The first person that comes to mind is wide receiver Brandon Ayuk. And um, I think I'm glad people are talking about it. Um, Fred Warner said that more people should be talking about it. But um, I just think about Brandon Ayuk just creating such a key block for Debo Samuel running up the sideline to score his 74-yard touchdown. And, you know, it's just a a great moment to see so many different players on the offense stepping up. I mean, Brandon Ayuk, uh, had he not had that block and really closed – 
closed off Seattle from that, created the lane for Debo. That touchdown probably wouldn't have happened. So, um, and that wasn't the only good block that he had in the game. Um, so definitely just a lot of great physical play. Obviously, the offensive line doing a great job. And then obviously on defense, uh, you don't get a strip sack if you're not playing hard. And Charles Amena, who actually had a career high two sacks in this game. So really great for him. Um, you know, you just love to see such competitive play from these guys. After the game, linebacker Fred Warner shared what he thinks makes a team great. It's all about the little things that people don't notice. Like, I think what makes our defense so great is, yeah, we have great players, but our best players are the ones who are most willing to to play with the most effort, you know, and to play play hard, play, play physical, um, offensively, being unselfish to block and, and do the dirty work. That's... That's what makes the team great, in my in my opinion. Wrapping up how this game went down, were there any injuries after the game that Kasha and Hans spoke about? Yeah, so happy to report that really no significant injuries uh, to the 49ers. Kyle Shanahan did mention post-game that defensive lineman Samson Ebukam, he did have an ankle injury in-game and came out. However, had the game been closer at the end, he's pretty confident that Samson could have come back in the game in a pinch. So the fact that he at least had that option open um, is good in terms of hopefully not too severe of an ankle injury, um, but obviously we will hear more from Kyle Shanahan today. Um, he usually does his uh, updates on Monday, so we'll just get more details on that today. All right, so Niner fans had the luxury of sitting back and watching to see which team they might go up against on Sunday and the New York Giants versus Minnesota game. But with the Giants winning yesterday, the 49ers will have to keep their eyes peeled to today's Monday night football game between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. How does the NFC playoff picture shake out from here? Yeah, so it's exactly like you said, uh, just because there was an upset in that uh, Minnesota-New York Giants game, now we will have to wait for Monday Night Football. So our options are the Dallas Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, whoever we play, obviously not in our hands. And the reason that that happens is that the lowest available seed will play the number one seed, the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, and then we are left with whoever is the next seed left over after that. So we've got a four and five matchup tonight, um, and it will be one of those teams that we will be hosting, thankfully, uh, in the NFC divisional round. And we do at least have the schedule. Um, we'll be playing afternoon time, uh, 6.30 Eastern, 3.30 Pacific on Sunday at Levi Stadium. So faithful, you were able to come out for a really rainy game. I hope the weather is better. Right now, the forecast looks like it will be. So all the more reason to get to Levi Stadium on Sunday afternoon. All right, we'll just have to stay tuned, but that'll do it for today. Thank you so much, Lindsay, for sitting down with me. Of course, we'll see you guys Wednesday. All right, don't forget to check out the 49ers You've Got Mail podcast on all platforms to hear exclusive one-on-one -on -one interviews with 49ers, players, and alumni. For more information on the latest team updates, check out the news on 49ers.com. Don't forget to follow First and 10 on Spotify, and you can hear from us again on Wednesday morning. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah.